Welcome to Off the Court, a show dedicated to making you the best version of yourself as a player and as a person. I'm Coach Jack, CEO and owner of Close the Gate Hoops. If you're trying to take your life and game to the next level, this is the podcast for you. Let's get it. What up, gatekeepers? Back at you with another episode of Off the Court. Today, we have an awesome special guest, Mercy Klein. Um, she's a basketball trainer for I'm Possible Training. And if you don't know what that is, um, Michael Lancaster, he's he's the man behind skill building um, equipment. Uh, the mats that we use, he's the one that created those. Um, so I strongly urge you guys to check him out on social media. And of course, Mercy on social media. Um, just look up Mercy Klein. And I'm extremely excited to talk today because it's a different perspective on basketball training. And um, so it's going to be really good to um, see two sides of the coin, right? And learn, um, obviously, from different perspectives. Um, so let's dive right into it. First, I wanted to start out with your story, basically who you are, um, how'd you pick up basketball training and um, were you a basketball player in the future? Thing, things like that. Um, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, sounds good. Where are you from? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. So you're from Michigan too. How'd you start basketball training? Um, so for me, it was a little different. Um, I never planned on going into training at all. Um, my boss used to be my trainer when I was younger. Um, so I just kind of fell into it after I got, um, home from school. Um, he was moving everything back here from North Carolina and he just kind of asked if I wanted to work for him. So I just kind of fell into it. So who's your boss? Uh, Micah Lancaster. Okay. That's what I thought. I didn't know if you directly talked to Micah. So what is it like working for Micah? Cause he's obviously a very popular basketball trainer. Obviously there's some people, um, that agree and disagree with the way he trains. And I think, I think he's extremely smart. Right. Um, and I think he gets a lot of hate for thinking outside the box, which isn't obviously, um, the best way to go for it. What do you think about Micah? And what do you think about the people that view Micah? Um, so for me, maybe I'm, I'm biased cause I've known Micah for a long time, but yeah. in my opinion, I think he's the best trainer in the world when it comes to skill enhancement. I don't think there's anyone that uh, understands detail as much as he does. Um, and he, he's probably the best teacher I've, I've ever seen. And so I think that's one of the best things about him is I've learned, I learn from him every single day being at the, being at the headquarters. And I mean, even after like six years every day, like I learned something new from him Yeah, and he's just also just a really, really great person to be around. For me, I've, I've had a really great experience working for him and I've just learned a lot and I've grown a lot as a trainer. Um, and I wouldn't really be where I am without him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if people that, you know, hate on him actually knew him and, yeah why he does what he does and you know they wouldn't they wouldn't hate on him uh so much and it's not really much hate like towards him ever as a person a lot of times people just don't understand our methods you know it is innovative Mm -hmm. training and so a lot of times like people just they don't take the time to understand why we use a certain method exactly if we're using a method is we're trying to force some sort of accountability that a player can't do on their own and so a method will help solve and um be more like a solution to to fixing that problem but you know like if we're jumping over a mat you know everyone's like mm-hmm. when you jump over a mat in a game and they're just what we're actually really truly trying to accomplish and then they just blow it blow it up yeah i i totally agree and it's really easy to obviously critique someone when you're behind a screen right so you do work with micah so you see him every day basically 
Yep. So I, I, he's here in uh, Grand Rapids and he was actually born and raised in Grand Rapids too. Um, and so he moved everything here for the headquarters. And so, yep, I work out of the headquarters with him. That's, that's awesome. So did you play college basketball then? Or so what, what'd you major in basically? Um, so I played college basketball at the university of Finley. It's a division two school in Ohio. Um, and then in, um, business with a minor in marketing. Okay. So did you know when you were in college that, that you wanted to basically train with Micah? I never thought I would be like a trainer. It's not really something that ever like kind of crossed my mind. Uh, Like I said, I kind of just kind of fell into it when I moved back home. I got hurt when I was in college. And so I ended my career early as a junior and moved back, moved back home and just finished schooling online. And as I was doing that, he moved everything back here because our our headquarters was in North Carolina. And so he wanted to move everything back here because he is originally from here. And uh, so as he as he did that, um, he just kind of asked if I wanted to, you know, start training and working for him. And that's really cool. And so what year did you graduate from college? Uh, it was like 2016, 2017. Okay. So you're what, like 26, 27? Uh, I'm actually 28. 28. Okay. I, I figured you were around somewhere around there. Um, man, that's, that's really, really cool. So we've talked about it a little bit, but what would you think from your own personal experience and now being a trainer, the biggest advice, um, you'd give to players to improve their game skill-wise? Skill-wise, um, to improve their game, they just have to, biggest thing when it comes to like skills, a lot of people will shy away from it because it really brings out their weaknesses. Yep. So when it comes to skills, you want to try and really find as many weaknesses as you can and practice those weaknesses. What I always find like with players is that they always just go back to the things that they're good at and -hmm. they don't be critiqued and, um, you know, really embrace those weaknesses. So just really trying to find every weakness in your game. So you know how to grow, um, as a player. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly how you guys train the stuff you do. Um, especially when I watch something then I, before I train it, I obviously do it myself and it just feels weird, which is good. Right. Cause that's, that's how you grow faster and you get yourself to do things in game. Like you're like, I didn't even know I could do that. So I think that's a lot of where your guys stuff comes from with that, which I think is really cool. So that was in terms of skill wise, what, and this is, I think the biggest thing as a trainer in terms of teaching the mental side of things. So what, what would you be your biggest advice to a player trying to improve their game mentally? Cause I'm sure you've seen it when you train, right? Some, some kids struggling with whatever skill build you're trying to do with them. Um, what do you think the biggest thing mentally that players need to work on? Um, in training or like in games, like let's do both. So in training, it'd just be, in my opinion, just having like an open mind is when you come into this, you're not supposed to be good at it right away. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you've never done it before, so there's no reason why you should be good at it right away. And so just having an mind and accepting it and moving on, um, instead of being so hard on yourself and trying to be usually when you're trying to be perfect it's it's not going to work with the type of training that we do yeah Um, for sure as a player like in a game um you know if you're going through more of a a tough time just just um probably a lot of positive self-talk sometimes it sounds like cheesy yeah but 
does kind of go a long way. So like I always tell a lot of my players like that struggle with confidence. Cause I mean, I, I hear that a lot is every day you should wake up and with, with just positive self-talk towards yourself and mm-hmm. you'd be of how far that goes. Cause it's really easy to think all the negative things about you and in your game, but it's, it's hard to actually talk good about yourself. And so probably just waking up and always talking good and giving yourself compliments and how far that will actually go. That, that's actually really funny. You mentioned that because we actually recorded a podcast yesterday on positive self-talk for basketball. So that's, that's yeah. really good. So now that we've asked those questions, I think one thing that a lot of the listeners will like to know is like, what does a normal day look like for you? Because when we were trying to schedule this podcast, you said um, mornings work really well for you because I'm, I'm sure you probably train during the night because kids have school. Right. So what does that normally look like for you? Like during school year, everything changes between like summer and like school year. Mm-hmm. Um, school year, like I always leave at like around two thirty and then I'm always to the gym at like three and then I'm usually there till seven thirty or eight. And okay. so it's this type of thing. And uh, during the summer, I try to get it out of the way so I can kind of enjoy the rest of my day. So usually it's like a nine to two or nine, nine to three type of situation. Okay. And so how does it, so how many trainers are in the headquarters? So there's me, there's Bryce, um, Stan Hope, yep. he's our guy, um, Micah, and then um, Zezva. Uh, he recently started being a trainer about a year ago. He's from the country, Georgia. Okay. Um, did have Joshua Dudley, but he recently just moved out to uh, Ann Arbor to uh, work out there. Okay. And so, um, do you guys like always have the same kids or like, how does that work? Do you split it evenly between you guys or what happens there? No. So we all have just our own clients. Okay. So like when someone signs up, you know, you can pick between, you know, all of us and we just all kind of have our own little, own little clients. So we don't ever like share or mix or match. It's just, um, you know, our own client base. Um, on average, how many kids do you normally have? Do you normally I, do in, individuals or is it more group stuff? No. So I, I don't really have it in my availability to do any individual training. Uh, we always just keep everything just personal. So it's always like small groups of like three or four during the day. I might see like around 16 people. Usually I train around like four hours a day and I always group them in groups of three or four, but um, I try to keep everything to, to four. So I usually see between 12 to 16 people a day because you okay. can group. So are they normally kids that are out of town or are there people, you know, generally? A lot of my clients are local. I probably have a handful, like maybe like 10, 11 that are actually drive, making a commitment, really driving to me like an hour and a half to two hours, but they're still in the state of Michigan. But I have had, you know, people come from, you know, different states for personal training. So I'm assuming that Micah does the people that are out of town. So he doesn't do any local people. Okay. Um, that you know traveling for him um we call them custom training packages um so you might be coming from a different state and you want to you know train for you know eight hours 15 hours 20 hours whatever you know package you might pick and he um trains all of our travelers that's cool that's really really cool and so like do they stay in a hotel or something or how does that work so some of them do but usually um travelers will stay in our um guest house we have an impossible guest house oh that's really cool 
That's mm-hmm. awesome. How long have you been training for? Like how many years then if you're 28? Um, it'll be six years this August. Dang. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, have you always been doing social media since you started or did you just start to get um, more popular? Cause you're at like what? 90,000 followers. Um, so like in the beginning, I didn't do social media as much. Like my first year, I didn't actually realize how like important it was. Yeah. Um, everything was more like a referral type of type of base. Mm-hmm. Um, after that first year I, I started using social media more and then it, you know, just kind of took off from there. Yeah. And I remember I didn't even see on Instagram first, it was TikTok, but it's interesting to learn like how you guys all do similar things, but you work at the same time, but you also do your own things. You know what I mean? Cause are you ever innovating or are you always following the plan that Micah gives you? You have a curriculum of like yep. seven skills. Um, so Micah doesn't tell us what to do in our training. Um, like if I had a group of four come in, I'm going to pick what, what we do. Okay. Um, all the curriculum that he created um and then there's different ways to teach that where i might have to get innovative and use like a method okay uh, to help you know solve whatever you know they're they're struggling with our entire curriculum is innovative with um certain skills that 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 we're teaching with our methods but no he doesn't pick like mercy today you have to teach yeah uh-huh um we, we have a curriculum that we follow, but he, you know, lets us have freedom with, with that, with our own clients. No, that's, that's smart and really cool. And so how do you decide then what you want to do with your kids? Like, do you evaluate them before they work out or something or how does that work? Uh, no. So if I had a brand new client, I kind of do the same workout every time with a, a brand new client just to kind of see where they're at. So I always start with like pockets and drops his drops are kind of like the, the foundation of everything. Um, mm-hmm. and so I always kind of start there. Really. I just pick one. Uh-huh. Um, and so after every session I put in what we did in our, in our training session. So like, that's how I stay organized with what all my players did. If they ever, you know, complete the checklist, our entire checklist. Um, but then I can also go back and look to see, you know, did they do this workout yet? And yeah. So that's kind of how I stay organized. And then I just pick something that, you know, they haven't done yet that everyone hasn't done. Yeah. And that goes hand in hand with kind of what you guys are trying to do and making people uncomfortable, right? Getting them outside their comfort zone. Cause yep. you, I'm sure you don't repeat a lot of drills there. No, yeah. no, I haven't repeated a lot of workouts. Um, trying to think if I ever really have just because we have so, so many, I mean, they're, mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, I've, I repeated the skill, but I might've taught it different. Yeah. Just to see if, you know, if they can, you know, do it again. Cause there are different ways that you can teach things, um, that are in our app. So, um, but for repeating the same exact thing, no, I ever really have. Oh, that's, that's really cool. So we've talked a lot about training for you right now. What are your plans for the future? Like, what do you want to do with what you're doing right now? I mean, I kind of really like kind of would just like, you know, right now. I mean, it's it's normal if you don't have, if you're good with what you got. Yeah. So right now, everything that I'm I'm doing, I, you know, I kind of like it. Um, you know, I really just like the personal training side. So just trying to grow that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, 
want to move. A lot of people ask me that if I will ever move anywhere. Um, all my family and friends are here. I'm pretty much like kind of a homebody type of person. Oh, same. Uh, so I don't ever see myself ever moving anywhere. I mean, it'd be cool maybe one day to have like my own gym. Um, but for the most part, I, I like where, where I'm at and what I'm doing. Yeah, that's, that's totally cool. So just to wrap up, I think we've covered a lot of really good things. Um, this is a podcast that does focus on stuff outside of basketball too. um, kind of what we learn through training and how we can apply it to not just, um, in games. What's, what is the number one piece of life advice that someone's ever given you? Right. Um, could be from your parents, right. Relatives, friend, what's something that you go back to that you kind of apply in your everyday life. Probably the best piece of advice was what I got probably from one of my friend's mom. And she said, um, you should always talk less and listen more to people. So probably, probably that would be, um, and just one of the better things that carries through life is talk less and listen more to people and really observe your surroundings and the environment. Oh, I think that's, that's really good. That's what I basically did right here. That's how you make friends, right? Let people talk about themselves. Well, I just want to thank you obviously for coming on Mercy. I, I really learned a lot and it's exciting to hear kind of what you guys are doing there in Michigan. Um, but why don't we stay in touch and then I'll let you know when we post this podcast. All right. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Of course. Nice meeting you, Mercy. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Off the Court. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to leave reviews if you haven't yet. This helps us with engagement and helps us rank higher to make an influence on more basketball lives. I also strongly encourage you guys to check out our free ebook download that's 25 pages long, How to Unlock the Mental Side of the Game. I was a player that was constantly grinding and constantly working, and it was really hard for me not to see results from the amount of work I was putting in. But this ebook that I wrote dives exactly into those types of questions. I was completely ignoring the most important part of basketball, which is the mental side of the game. So the 25-page ebook that I wrote is for you guys to give yourselves a leg up on your competition and almost like a secret weapon. I call it the basketball cheat code. Also check out our website, ctghoops.com. On there, we got tons of programs that you guys can download to make yourselves a better basketball player. We have the CTG Productivity Notebook, helping you guys become addicted to productivity. Of course, in-person training, We are located now in multiple cities, and then we have the CTG blog, free education on becoming your best basketball self. Lastly, follow all our social media pages at CTG Hoops, where we post multiple times a day, trying to make you the best player and person that you can be. All the links for these are down in the description below. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys check out all the other episodes of Off the Court, and make sure you're ready for next week's episode. I'm Coach Jack. We out, baby. Peace.